There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. You're listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit teachatluke.co.uk. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. This episode was recorded today on a very nice sunny day. A uh, nice sunny day, and I was upstairs on the terrace of my apartment. As you may know, I have a small area uh, upstairs where, uh, on a nice sunny day, I can sit outside. And sometimes I go up there and I record episodes of the podcast. On this particular day, I was joined by two of my friends, Amber Minogue and Paul Taylor. They've both been on the podcast before, so you probably know their voices. Uh, and in this episode, it was just a chance for, for me to catch up with them and just see what what they've been doing so we talk a little bit about their news and also we end up talking about all sorts of other things including television programs some of our favorite tv shows and tv series um so um this is one of those episodes that gives you a chance to listen to some real authentic uh, English conversation between a few native speakers. I hope that you enjoy it. Uh, of course, you can leave your comments at teacherluke.co.uk. But I think now it's time for us to get started uh, with this uh, interview. It's not really an interview. It's more a conversation, a three-way conversation between me and a couple of my English mates. Uh, so let's get started. Here we go. <laughs> The recording setup here is that we've got um, two microphones. We've got uh, a guest on each microphone, and then me in the middle using us another microphone. It's <laughs> it's not that complicated, really. Yeah, check but, out the photo on the uh, on the website. <clears throat> yeah, there'll which, be a photo of us. There might be a photo of us <laughs> if I can get it together. I don't like to make too many promises, Paul. Well, I've just made it for you. I'll take the photo. It's fine. Okay. We'll, uh, so I should probably explain that today on the podcast I'm joined by my mates Paul Taylor and Amber Minogue, both of whom have been on the podcast before. Um, and the idea at this point is just to kind of catch up with them. I have got some questions and things lined up, um, but really it's, it's, it's quite an open podcast episode, this one. We'll just see what direction we go in. Paul's checking his watch. Well, I can hear the bells. <laughs> And it's 12 o'clock, so if you hear bells in the background, it's because it's 12 midday, and it's obviously the longest amount of bells. That's right. 12 bells. <laughs> exactly, 12 are th- bells. Are those the bells that drove Quasimodo mad in Paris? I don't think so. Okay, good. I'm glad we sorted that out. <laughs> um, so, um, just give, uh, give my listeners a quick reminder of uh, when you were both on the podcast before. We'll start with you, Amber. Uh, I was on the podcast before when I was pregnant so it was at least more than a year and four months ago it was, it was i believe it was january of last year january 2014 okay. you were very pregnant i was at the very time. round because the baby came the second of february okay so just a few weeks after the the podcast recording yeah. i don't think the recording had anything to do with that <laughs> i think that was the things that's that's not what the baby was waiting for okay now that we've been on luke's english podcast let's go <laughs> <laughs> no no uh Okay, so you were on that uh, episode about... Uh, I think it was called She's Having a Baby. I think that's the name of the episode. Yeah. Um, and so um, so you actually, you know... Had the baby. You had the baby. Yeah, I had the baby. You had the baby. Yeah. You actually had the baby. So? Well, well it was great. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, it was good. Good times. All right. I, it was. It wasn't so bad. I thought it was going to be, you know, pain. It was actually very painful. It was a lot more painful than I had anticipated. Didn't you say in the episode that you were going to go for a natural birth? Yeah, I did. You, I, you, you actually had a natural no, birth? No, God, no. No, no, I didn't. <laughs> it, was, it was too painful. I don't know. I've been reading books and they'd led me astray. That You know, I packed my bag. You know, you have to have a bag of maternity stuff. Yeah. And I had all sorts of things like lamps and like lavender oil that's not gonna work <laughs> it's not gonna work lavender oil is, i just thought i don't know i'd confused 
giving birth with like a spa treatment. Yeah. <laughs> you need something stronger than lavender oil, you I'd need imagine. Something way, way stronger. And it wasn't just that it was really, really, really painful, but my boyfriend was just looking terrified in the corner and I was sort of screaming and being <laughs> sick and like you know, lying <laughs> on the floor. It was agony. Yeah, and so then I said, Give me the massive dose of drugs. Yeah. And they did, and then it was plain sailing. It was great. We put on some music. It has <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was fine. Well, which drug did they give you? I don't know. But it's it good. was good. Was it was it? good because you could. I could still walk and feel my feet and like, all that stuff, but you felt no pain. It was just like getting a sort of big squeeze, but without the agony. Wow. Yeah. I wish I could get pregnant just so I could try that. That should be the tagline of that drug: a big squeeze, but without the pain. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't know who does it. I mean, it was twelve hours the labour, so I it was too. <laughs> wow, that is a long labour, isn't it? It's, it's, no, it's average. It? That's really? about right. So yeah. Wow. No. Do the drugs. Okay, um, I'll remember that. Yeah. Um, so, w- what's it like being a mum then, Amber? It is. Um, Tiring, <laughs> but brilliant. No, it's great. It's it's like living with a very optimistic person. A very, very, very optimistic person. What's so optimistic that they pull all the optimism out of you? <laughs> they just keep it all yeah, themselves. They, like, reaffirm your sort of... Like, he wakes up in the morning and he's so happy. It's just like, yay, the day has started. And, like, no obstacle is too great for this baby. Like, yeah. He walks around and he sees, like, a big jar or a bag and he's like, oh, I can, I could probably pick that up <laughs> as a go. But he can't. And then, <laughs> I know, every, he feels things very intensely. His emotions are very... A lot, lot of hormones in the little kid, I suppose, Maybe. at that age. Yeah. Lots of changes. Lots of changes. But it's nice, you know, you see him sort of just like having the most fun with just nothing. A just sock. A, a jar. Yeah, a jar. It's good. <laughs> oh, innocent um, times. Yeah. <laughs> just give him a jar and he's happy. Yeah, exactly. Take that jar away, though. Ooh, really? He's not happy. Okay. Oh, it's the end of the world. Oh, my goodness. All right, so... Uh, um, I was going to ask you about best things and worst things, but that's probably enough. Sleep, nappies. You get, do, have you have you had any sleep at all since the baby had, was born I've over a year ago? Sleep. I've had some sleep, but he does wake up every three hours or so. Really? Uh, yeah, but that's okay. Yeah, that's okay. You it's get all, used to it. It's all part of the fun. Yeah. So you've brought a new life into the world. Yeah. Well done. Well done. I hope that you're going to, you know, teach it the ways of righteousness. Yeah, he might teach me the ways of righteousness. Yeah. I feel pretty righteous when I have a baby. Yeah. I walk around being righteous. Like, I see someone drop a bit of litter. Pick that up. <laughs> Pick that up. I don't want my child to grow up in a, in a dirty in a bin. world. <laughs> I see yeah. someone do something I don't like the look of. What do you think you're doing? I feel really right. I feel really like I can tell anyone off. So you <laughs> get sort of empowered by having a child. Exactly. Wow, okay. Sounds, what do you think, Paul? Yeah, I think it's... Uh it's great. You've done you've done better things than I have in the last year and a half. You've you've made a new person. Is that good though? Do the, does the world need well, more people? Yeah, the world probably doesn't need any more people. But um, just in case we do uh, kill the planet and uh, get invaded, then I guess the more people, the better, right? I suppose so. But I mean, uh, the world may not need more people per se. But doesn't the world need good people? Don't we need to That's introduce true. more good people into the world? Basically, Amber, what I'm saying is that you need to try and make sure that he doesn't drift over to the dark side, mm. okay? You've got to make sure that he's a good Jedi. Okay. Well, he might save the world. He probably is going to be a top scientist, ecological yeah, that... warrior. He's going to do something like that. He's not that's what all parents think, Amber. <laughs> that's, what all, that's what all parents think. He's going to be a top scientist. He's going to he's going to be a uh, an award winning lawyer. Do, do lawyers win awards? I don't know, but um, <laughs> on TV they do. On TV they do. He's going to be. He's going to. He's going to win the Nobel Prize, and then you know he fails his A levels. That, maybe that's just my parents. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> uh, Paul Taylor. Yes. Um, so, tell us about the episode that you featured in. Episode uh, or episodes? I was in, uh, just before, maybe like a month before you, Amber. Uh, I think it would have been December 2013. Uh, it was a Christmas episode yeah. uh, that we did together. And, uh, yeah, that was, um, that was a good episode. It actually spawned... It, uh, we had, I had an idea during that podcast. Or really? during the before. We were talking about making tea. Yeah. Um, 
And I had this thing, oh, that would be fun if I made, like, tips on how to do stuff in life mm. and make them a bit funny. Actually, they weren't even supposed to be funny to start with. It was just literally, like, uh, tips. And because my name's Taylor, I thought, oh, Taylor's tips, Taylor's top tips. Right. And so that spawned um, a few videos that I made last year. Yeah, and you've got, tips. A, you've got a series of videos on YouTube and on other social networks called Taylor's Top Tips. Yeah, there's a, there, it was initially... Uh, well, there's like this YouTube thing going on in France where people are doing like five-minute videos and getting millions of views. And mm. I thought, oh, well, I, could, I, I, I don't know. I was going to do that, and then I realized that it could be shorter. And I thought I would take Instagram as like the main medium. Right. So I started doing 15-second videos uh, on my Instagram. What can you achieve in 15 seconds? Because uh, for me, I, I can't get anything done even in an hour you know? <laughs> <laughs> my, my episodes end up sprawling over an hour and uh, you know well more you had your uh what was the thing that you had like the short things last year or um oh, a phrasal what, verb a fr- day yeah, exactly yeah they were short you managed to get yes. stuff done in yeah the, yeah still going the phrasal verbs uh, a day although it's not really happening each day now is it <laughs> no it's well a phrasal <laughs> verb a month at this point a phrasal verb when i can um <laughs> But yeah, 15 seconds, it's surprising, because I, I Vine is another thing that's like the Twitter equivalent of videos, which is six seconds, mm. and I thought there's no way you can do anything in six seconds, but I've watched a couple of uh, people, you know, com- uh, the popular people on Vine who have got like millions of views, and they actually get a lot done in six seconds, so it's surprising. Mm. Um, so yeah, I did that for a while. So you, wait, you did Instagram, you did Vine. No, 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 I just stuck with the Instagram, and then... Um, people were asking me like oh i want to show my friends like this episode where can i like it was difficult you can't really search an instagram it's really yeah. difficult so i ended up putting them all up on youtube so that people could find them how do we find them then paul uh you uh can uh what's the best way to find them i guess going to the, the my youtube page which is paul taylor comedy paul taylor comedy on youtube taylor's top tips and there's is- 40 uh, i think there's th- 40 of them, maybe? 40 of them. For example, how to make a cup of tea, how to become a king Yeah, is in there. Cup of tea was number one after our conversation. Right. Oh, I feel glad that I inspired the, did, the, yeah. the birth of not only Amber's child, but, <laughs> but your project. You're more influential than you think. Uh, clearly. You, the, the force is strong with you, Luke. <laughs> um, and back to Star Wars. <clears throat> and back to Star Wars again. So, um, so what have you been up to then, you two? What's going on? That's a very broad question. Let's see what, what happens. What have, what have you been up to? I've got some other questions here. I thought that uh, I would ask for your opinions on a number of trivial topics. Um, well, most of them are trivial. Some of them aren't. Uh, we'll see. But, um, all right. Well, actually, what's the situation that we're in at the moment? Because um, uh, you mentioned earlier on that, that the listeners may be able to hear noises, the noise of bells, church bells, the noise of hammering. Uh, What's the scenario that we're in here? Can someone... Amber, can you tell us about that? Well, we're sitting on your very pleasant terrace in Paris. Mm-hmm. Lovely view up yeah. high on a sunny day. Very sunny day. Yeah, it's nice, isn't it? School holidays. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, so we've all got a little bit of time off. And we, we gathered here together on my terrace in order to record an episode. So we're outside, uh, up on the roof, and that's why you may be able to hear different noises around us. Um, probably this, the sounds of angry French people arguing in the street, um, the sounds of waiters being rude to, to customers, <laughs> the sounds of people stepping in dog poo, the normal sounds that you would hear. I don't know, what is the sound of a person stepping in dog poo? Oh, merde. Ah, <laughs> oh, putain. Exactly. I don't know. Do Parisians step in dog poo? No, I think they imagine they've gotten it. I think that they they because the thing is they're always looking scowlingly at the ground. Mm. It's tourists that step in the poo because they're admiring the view. That's right, isn't it? Yeah. Parisians. So I mean, someone steps in poo, it's more of a like, oh, oh no. Oh my oh, god! My oh my god, that is disgusting. Because <laughs> it's a pretty it's accurate representation. Probably an American, or yeah. it could be a Japanese tourist. They wouldn't say anything. No, Japanese. They're very, very. They're they're, they're, they're very clever. aware. Yeah, they're they have aware. that accent though. Definitely. The American accent. No, that yeah, the Japanese. <laughs> Japanese speak with an American accent. You say no. when they step in poo, they do. <laughs> Something happens. Yeah. So, yeah, they change. Um, no, I think they they. Uh, here's the thing that I found funny. I don't know if you've been to the Marais recently. 
Paris. What's that? Um, the Marais in Paris is um, kind of in the centre. It's the gay area, um, but it's more. It's very arty, and, and I've noticed that they've started changing the, the pedestrian crosswalks. Oh yeah. I don't know if you've seen these. Like they've got, um, they're trialling different crosswalks you can find it online yeah um and there's they've got like morse code ones they've got uh weird lines like the lines going the other way instead of normally they're trialing these new things they've got some in my neighborhood as well what what, what are the crosswalks or uh what are we crossing pedestrian crossings. zebra crossings pelican zebra yeah but i mean who cares how what they do no one pays any attention to them well i know but the, here's the thing i'm like we're talking about dog poo here i'm like yeah. they're, they're investing money in repainting the floor to just try out a different pedestrian crossing. They've decided that the rest of the world has got it wrong, uh, and they've decided that they want to try some new stuff. And in my mind, I'm like, well, why don't you just spend that money and um, uh, and, and actually clean up the shit on the floor Yeah. Uh, instead of trying to repaint the streets? We, know, we all know what pedestrian crossings look like, and they all work. Yeah. So why not just stick with the traditional ones and clean up the shit instead of spending the money on trialling new stupid-looking crosswalks? Right, right. Yeah, and they don't work. You know, you can die if you try and cross the road in Paris. Just So basically never try and cross the road. Just stay on one side of the road just, all the time. Sorry, I'm trying to get a new chair. And I what's can't happening work it here? Out. I can't work out how it opens. Listeners, what's going on is the general chaos here. So I'm not helping. I'm it's describing like a baby it. Buggy. You gotta like. You gotta. That, I'm too English. There's so much sunshine. I have to move into the shade. Let me explain, okay? Because uh, the listeners can't see this uh, because they're in other countries. Um, so what's going on is that because the sun is shining in Amber's face, which is nice for a little while, isn't it, Amber? But then it then it uh, then it quickly gets. Sort of painful. Well, uh, I'm still, I'm still well. not helping Amber. I'm just watching her struggle. Uh, she, I've, I've directed her towards a, a folding chair, which uh, she's attempting to unfold. Paul is now videoing this. Um, and uh, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop and help you. Okay, all right, uh, Paul. Why don't you yeah, I'll, give, I'll, give I'll a commentary? Give a commentary on what's going on. Yeah, here. absolutely. I've now got two microphones in my hand. Um, okay, okay, I've got it. I've got it. Don't worry. So Luke has the, uh, the I've, chair. Um, okay, I've, I've now got the chair uh, in my grip. There's a small spider on the ground, but let's not worry about that too much. Uh, uh, no, that's not how you do it. Um, okay, I have done this before, and I do own this chair. It's mine, but uh, I, I'm actually not capable of of, uh, of doing this. Uh, any solutions, Paul? Uh, it's. I mean, should we try another one? Why don't you just take the chair that you were actually sitting on and then pull it round? Because that, that would be simple. easier. That would be simple. <laughs> I don't want to. Like to <laughs> Watch out for the spider! This is uh, a. <laughs> how many English people does it take to open an IKEA chair? Uh, more than three. Are you sure it's a chair? Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure that it's I'm an actual chair. chair. <laughs> okay, I've got it. Oh. Yeah, it looks like it's quite difficult. But uh, Luke has managed to almost get it done. Yes! He has got it done. Woo. Congratulations, and now we can resume. Okay. Uh, a more interesting podcast for everyone so involved. I, I, I managed to... That was one of the most difficult things I've ever done. <laughs> Seriously. Because <laughs> not only did I have to uh, unfold a very stiff chair that had been sitting in, in uh, the rain all winter, but also there was a spider on the ground. I didn't see the that, spider. <sighs> oh, you do want to kill the spider. It's a very small spider. I don't want to kill the spider, yeah. and I don't want to be killed. By the spider too, because we know we all know how dangerous <laughs> tiny spiders are, especially in Paris. I think this is probably the most English thing that we're doing right now. This <laughs> three English people on a sunny day in Paris, sitting in the shade. Yeah, avoiding the sunlight <laughs> on a rooftop overlooking the Eiffel Tower. We're not sitting in the sun because we'd get burned we'd in about. Burn. <laughs> <laughs> Who's got the most sensitive skin uh, out of us? Shotgun. All of us. Oh, I don't definitely, know, maybe. Paul. No, I'm, I'm half Irish, so right. It's I'm not just you're half Irish. I'm pink red. naturally. I don't know. <laughs> Are you ginger, red. Paul? Are you actually ginger? My beard's ginger. <laughs> my beard's ginger, yeah, um, but my hair's not. Okay. But people call me ginger. I've got a slightly ginger beard as well. You have, yeah. Which I think makes me. Um, I'm a. I'm an undercover ginger. You're a ninja ginger. Ginger ninja. <laughs> People don't realise that I'm ginger, and then I grow a beard, and they're like, oh my god, what happened? You're a ginger. I'm a ginger ninja. <laughs> ginger ninja. My boyfriend's a ginger ninja. Really? But then he's like, I'm not ginger, and then we'll take photos, we'll be on holiday, take photos, and he'll be like, wow, I look pretty ginger in He's that got a ginger beard oh, as well, yeah, hasn't he? Because you're pretty ginger, but he doesn't want yeah. to admit it. 
Is there anything wrong with being ginger? I love it. Well, I don't know. There's a slight... There was that film, wasn't there, about ginger people being persecuted or... Really? Yeah. There's some countries that love uh, ginger people. Italians are yeah. obsessed with ginger people. They, uh, they go down well in uh, Westeros, actually. In where? where? Westeros. Where is it? Greece? No, that's actually where Game of Thrones takes place. Oh, right. Oh. Yeah, nor- <laughs> north of the wall. <laughs> I haven't seen it, so I, uh, what? Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I, I've seen episode one and two, maybe, and then I, I have. I didn't. Uh, it didn't. It didn't spark. It didn't. It didn't work for you, Game of Thrones. No, I, 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 not many TV shows do. Wait um, a minute. Wait a minute. Before before we go on to Game of this is interesting. I want to deal with the subject properly. Before we deal with Game of Thrones, let me go back a little bit. You mentioned that Italian people are obsessed with gingers. Hold on a second. We've got lots of Italians listening to this. Well, and it, I, I want to just... I want them to confirm the level with which they personally are obsessed with ginger people. So if you're Italian... Obsessed might not be the right word. They like ginger people, uh, and they think... You know, like in England, uh, when you grow up, uh, the ginger people, we always make fun of them, but for some reason in Italy, they're, they're highly regarded. And I've had... Really? Uh, yeah, that, two or three Italian people that I know have said that, <laughs> so uh, I would love the Italian people to confirm that. Italian people like everyone. They're friendly. They're friendly people, the yeah. Italians. But apparently, even, especially if you're ginger, so they're highly regarded. So if you walk mm. into town, in an Italian town, as a ginger, let's say somewhere in the south of Italy, and you just stroll into town. Mm-hmm. What happens? Do they? Is it like in Return of the Jedi, where C-3PO <laughs> uh, walk, it, it arrives in the, the Ewok village, and within about three hours they've decided he's a god, and they're like, you know, lifting him up on a chair and worshipping him, and he's telling them stories, and they're all listening. Is that what it's like? I, I imagine so, yeah. I'm going to go to Italy. You, you're, not, you're not proper ginger, though. It's like, I'm talking ginger. about like red hair, like proper, you know, like, uh, who, who's famous? Damien Lewis? Uh, what? Brody from Homeland? Yeah. Oh, he's ginger. Like, the, like ro- those kind of, our, our kind of gingers, we're, no, because we're, we're between brown and ginger. You've got to so be pure work. ginger. You've got to be like red. Like, like Mick Hucknall, like Ron Weasley. Orange. Ron Weasley, yeah, there we go. Because there's ginger as in like couldn't be any other colour. You know, ginger face. You know, ginger through and through. And then there's ginger could also be another colour. Yeah. Like yeah. you, Paul, you're ginger, but you could be another colour. Whereas yeah, Ron, could... that's ginger there's, through and yeah. through. There's no hiding. For Ron Weasley, there's no escaping his gingosity. What's his actual name? His face is ginger. Uh, the the actor's called Rupert Grint. That's the one. I saw him in a, a film recently, which was um, the convenient death of something other with Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> What's um, going on with him? And hey, he was an like a sort of sweaty English person on holiday. It was very... Was, it, was that a story of an English ginger man struggling in the sunshine? Because that's, 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 that's the basis for a great drama, isn't it? <laughs> well, I, I, I'm a little cold, so I'm going to sit in the sun. I think we should rotate the sun. Like, we should just sit here for ten minutes before our skin can't take okay. it anymore, and then I'll rotate back. Paul has now decided to sit in the sun, as he just described, but let's see what happens to his semi-ginger skin uh, in the midday sun. <laughs> to be fair, he's already looking a little pink. From his previous son. Yeah. I would watch out, Paul. You know, don't be too uh, complacent about the effect of the sun on your ginger face. You you may have just tried to convince us that you're not fully ginger. I'm not convinced by that. I think that within seconds, you're going to shed a layer of skin at least. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be hoovering up bits of your dead... Epidermis from the floor. Mixed in with the croissant crumbs. <laughs> you won't be able to tell the difference between them. <laughs> right. So, okay, we dealt with the ginger thing, and Italian people, or indeed, um, you know, citizens from any sovereign nation on earth, I'd like you to, you know, leave your comments. What do you think of the, of the ginger the ginger species they're not it's not a species <laughs> what do you think of ginger people and are you ginger how how has it been for you in your country and what do you think of ginger people in general where you're from we'd like to know your comments um now we we then started talking about game of thrones paul have you seen game of thrones i've seen episodes one and two and I just didn't... I don't know. I wasn't... I've never really been in... The only reason I started watching it was because everyone that said, you've got to watch it, you've got to watch it. 
I said, yeah, but I'm not really into, like, the fantasy kind of... Like, Lord of the Rings, I, I never got into, like, that kind of fantasy stuff. I never really enjoyed, but they're like, it, it's so much more than that. Like, you've got you've to get into it. And so I watched it, and I don't know. I just, it didn't... It, didn't, it didn't, just didn't click yeah, with you. Same with Breaking Bad. Every, really? Like, I've, I'm a very unpopular TV person here. Like, I'm, I'm the one who doesn't watch any TV shows. And I've tried Breaking Bad, tried only one episode, but people have said you've got to get into... You've got to watch a couple of episodes before, but yeah. I also, okay. I feel yeah. Like I, I feel like I don't know you, Paul. I know it's bad, isn't it? <laughs> Didn't like Breaking Bad either. Just episode one. I mean, it, I don't know. I'm just not a huge TV person. I reckon I'm going to create a new phrase that everyone's going to learn and use now for the rest of time. You know, you've got "Don't judge a book by." I'll, I'll try again. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you've got. Don't judge a book by its cover. You know that well-known yep. phrase that everyone knows, which is obviously true. Well, it's not really true, it's not, is it? You definitely judge a book yeah, by its cover. There's quite a lot of information yeah. on there, especially the, author, the, the, the name title. of the flipping book. Yeah, I always judge a book by yeah. its cover. That's how I choose a book. Yeah, how are you, what are you expected to do? Read the entire book <laughs> there in the shop. <laughs> oh, I think I'll buy this. That was uh, gripping. Exactly. Well, especially the back. It's got yeah. a lot of information. So anyway, don't judge a book by its cover, which may or may not be true. But my new expression is this. Don't judge a TV series by the first episode alone. I'm sure that it's going to catch on. Don't, don't judge a TV series by the first episode or the first two episodes. Do you, do you think that's a yeah. fair statement? I know, actually, because there's so many TV series out there, and I feel that I really enjoy them. I've become very astute. I judge it within the first ten minutes. If it's not got me, it's not going to have me. Really? I've got there's so many TV series out there, and I'm a dedicated watcher. So I, you know, I, we download a lot, and then I watch the first ten minutes, and I know shit. Move on. Okay, but Game of Thrones got you in the first ten minutes, did it? He's out. Paul has now decided to move back into the shade. <laughs> I'm too English for this, can't deal with it. And we're only in Paris. It's not like we're on the equator or something. No. Um, yeah, I, I, I agree. In the first ten minutes... No, I normally give it an episode, but it's just... I don't know, I'm just not a huge TV show. I like... I've got a short attention span, I think, so I like films, but I don't like TV Wait, whoa, shows. Whoa, 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 whoa. That's totally contradict... That no, that doesn't make any sense. A TV series is shorter. Yeah, but it's over, like... It's just ridiculous. It's like you've got to wait five years to get to the end of the story. Yeah. Whereas a film, you begin, you start it and it's finished in an hour and a half. That's true. Whereas a TV show is like, well, especially Game of Thrones because it's an hour long or 40 minutes long right. for, with the ad breaks and stuff. But if you were to watch it normally with the ad breaks, it's an hour long. Yeah. Um, and it, the story doesn't finish. I don't mind story. I don't mind TV shows where um, the story finishes within the time. So um, because Addie is a who's my girlfriend, uh, she's a lawyer. We started watching Suits. Ugh. Right, which is all about lawyers. Yeah. You can read really quickly. Like, they're always being presented pieces of paper and just glance at it and like, oh, my God. And they're always walking. This means this. And you're like, how do... Can you could have even read the title. Like, how have you now absorbed all the information? But it's not realistic, I know, but I've no, suits too. No, but it, it's, it, even though there's, a, like, a storyline that goes throughout the whole kind of thing, mm. um, each episode is, a, is, is, like... A story. You know, you're not kind of left thinking, all right, cool, I, I have to watch the next episode. Right, so each one is, like, a, a, its own story and a single yep. episode that's, mm. like, a standalone story. Yep. Yeah. Okay, that sounds Similar good. to Dexter as well, where there's one bad guy throughout the whole of the season yeah. but each but each episode there's kind of bad guys get their come up and spy yeah and exactly yeah. each episode has got its own bad guy yeah, yeah he sort of you know much. he finds someone and kills them in each episode and then that story's done it's quite rare that it'll go over two or three although sometimes it has yeah but then there's one overarching one similar with with suits like there's one overarching like um law Litigation, whatever, but in, within each episode, they kind of start stories and finish them. Right. Whereas, so yeah, I don't mind that. It's just the 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 the, the short attention. I don't know if it's a short attention span. It's not really that. It's just I. I you need closure. You need you need a sense that this is going to be completed within the ne within this viewing session. That's yeah, what you're saying. Exactly. Unlike uh, yeah, TV series that just go on and on forever, stringing you along mm -hmm. with the promise of of, uh, of some resolution to the story. I watched The Walking Dead, and that's oh. that's a good example of that. And the only reason I watch it is because I like to see zombies getting uh, their heads blown off. Mm. That's it. I've realised after five seasons i just think i must be sick in the head because the only reason i'm 
continuing to watch this is because I want to see a zombie getting stabbed in the head by a samurai sword. And, mm. and uh, I don't care about the people, really. It, the, the Walking Dead is basically just a bad uh, drama, a bad soap opera. You know, with like you know, people sleeping with each other and and stuff. People I don't care about. And every now and then, it's punctuated by extreme violence. And that that's the only thing that keeps me watching. Like, who's going to die next? That's all I seem to care about. It's, Walking it's Dead, not... sort of like about the makeup and the and the violence and the gore. You know, it's not really going anywhere. It's you know, the first few seasons were interesting, and then it sort of petered out, like it's not going anywhere. Yeah. But something like House of Cards. Yeah, I do I mean, like that. That is. I mean, that's quality. I've watched the first episode <laughs> again. I liked it. No, 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 I liked it. It's just that I haven't found a, 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 a way of, ha- of, of having it. Because, like, it's on Canal Plus in France. We mm-hmm. have Netflix and Canal Plus in France, which is weird because it's a Netflix original series. But it's not on Netflix in France. It's on Canal Plus because they bought the rights to it, blah, blah, blah. So I haven't found a, a legal way of, uh, of, of viewing it. So uh, House of Cards, I like Orange is a New Black. Yeah. Uh, I watched the first season like that. I don't feel like I need to, like I'm not, you know, I, I had closure, so, so to speak. There's obviously, you know, seasons. other seasons there, but I'm I'm happy with it, you know, with not being, I think the thing that screwed me up was Lost. Oh, I, I watched Lost. You got hurt, you got hurt, Paul, and <laughs> I think that's what you've it been is. hurt once yeah. and you don't want to get hurt again. I think that's what it is. I, I, I watched Lost and because I watched the first season I loved, season two and three, and then it, it got a little bit better towards the end, but because I was so, I thought I've got to watch the rest of it because I've started watching it. I've wasted, you know, 24 episodes, which is like an hour each, so like all that time. It's like a day of your life. You've got to, you've got to watch I'm what the end is. I'm still angry with Lost. So I'm still, okay. There's still quite a lot of anger there when I hear Lost. We started watching another series. It was called, um, not Les Revenants, like it was about some cult in America and one of the producers had worked on Lost and mm. I vetoed it. I was like, no one who's touched Lost, that's it, it's finished, they're dead to me. I fucking but, um, hated that. But wasn't that um, the guy who worked on Lost wasn't that JJ uh, Abrams? JJ Abrams. And he's doing the new Star Wars. He's doing the new Star yeah, Wars didn't films. Didn't he just Star do Wars. the first season, which oh, was actually he? quite good, and then he left? I uh, don't know. I think he was the executive producer, or whatever, for the whole thing. I might be wrong, but okay. yeah, I think. Well, again, Star Wars will be a film with the beginning and an end, so I'm I'm fine with the. Yeah. But I, Star, he, I, is, uh, Star Wars is like a series. It, it is. is a little bit it's like a film meets series. I've yeah. heard bad things about. I've not watched a lot of his films, but I've heard. Oh, is it Michael? Be- which one is it? The one that does the lens flare too much? I uh, know that's J.J. Yeah, Abrams. J. J. Abrams. Does a lot, of, a lot of lens flare. What's lens? Flare? Lens flare, Paul. Um, it's when like if you're <laughs> let's say you're watching a film, hmm. and it's when you know like the sun goes through the camera lens and does those little light you know oh, the yeah. little circle things. Apparently, he uses that effect a lot, like overuses it in oh, some of his, his films. That's his like signature. Yeah, piece. I think so, and I think people okay. were worried that because he's doing the new Star Wars, that there'd be a lot of that. A lot of um, lens flare. I don't mind lens flare. What's wrong I can't with lens say I've flare? Lens flare. I, I have not noticed it so much that I've been like, oh wow, he that's his trademark. He uses it so much, but. I got a bug on my face. Uh, yeah, you're all right. <laughs> it looked like you're about to do a ninja. chop. I was chop. just going to do a, nin- a quick ninja <laughs> chop to kill an insect on your face, but uh, don't worry, Paul. I've got I've, I've been training got in the skills. mountains. I've got skills. Um, so just in case my listeners don't it's know, a spider. It's tiny. <laughs> <laughs> I've saved you. I've saved He's still, he's still somewhere. He's not. He's oh, falling dear. off. The the uh, was that the spider from earlier on? The English people on the on the terrace uh, uh, comedy show continues. Um, that was not the spider from before, which means that there's more than one spider on this terrace. <laughs> Did he drop down from above me? Yeah, I think they're teaming up. They're ganging up on us. It's good luck. Yeah. Anyway, um, lens flare. Just in case my listeners don't know. Um, wait a minute. Okay, we've been going for 36 minutes. That's that's all right. Lens flare. Well, you did explain it, but I wonder if my listeners managed to understand it. It's not that important, but in films or in... Let's say you take a photograph and uh, the sun is shining into the lens of the camera, then sometimes you get that effect which looks like there are like these circles that appear or beams of light in the photograph. It's that's lens flare. And some people don't like it. Some people think it's cool and stylish. And apparently J.J. Abrams fills his movies with lots of lens flare. Steven Spielberg uses a bit of lens flare as well. It's, it creates an atmosphere in the, in, in the picture uh, but sometimes it's, it's overly overused and it beces distracting and annoying I suppose. I don't mind it. I think it's alright. I I it I've, I've never noticed it to be honest. Okay. I just don't like wiggly camera. I'm sorry that I brought it up. It's okay. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, no. You don't like wiggly camera. Is that another technical term? Yeah. Yeah, you know when they're like walking around with the wiggling the camera around? I don't like that. You mean like the Jason Bourne movies? Like handheld. Yeah. Lots of shaky camera, handheld stuff. Yeah, I don't like that. Like the Taken movies, there's lots of uh, shaky camera in those films. You don't like that. Don't like keep the camera still, please, so like we can see what's going exist. on. You know, they're just they're making an effect, but like, why? Why make us feel sick? There was one film where it did affect me. It doesn't usually affect me, but it was I can't remember the name of the film, but it was about like this massive monster in New York. Oh, oh, I know. And it was all it was filmed because it was meant to be uh, Cloverfield. Cloverfield, yeah. Cloverfield. That's that J.J. Abrams. Is it? Oh. Yeah. Is it really? Yeah. Cloverfield. Back to J. It all comes back to J.J. I quite actually. I didn't mind it there. I quite like really? it. Really? Okay. Because yeah, it was justified. It was being filmed by the kids on their phones or cameras or whatever. Whereas a lot of the time it's just like a normal film where there's no camera. You're not meant to, there's, you know, it's not, it's not a, you know, you're not meant to have a camera. But, oh, Luke. Luke has now rotated to the sunshine. I've moved into the sunshine. I don't know if the listeners can hear the difference in atmosphere through the microphone, but sitting in the sun, it's nice and warm and uh, it's, it's, it's beautiful. So I'm, I'm now enjoying the sunshine. I'll stay here for probably about, what? 25 seconds uh, <laughs> before I can feel and smell my skin burning, my English skin. Um, mm. So, uh, Cloverfield, you liked it then, did you? I did. Uh, my listeners, do, I wonder if they know what Cloverfield is. It's basically a, a sort of it's a sort of horror film directed by J.J. Abrams. It came out, I don't know, about six years ago. And it's the, the situation is that there's a bunch of like sort of high school or college aged kids in New York and they're videoing each other on their f- on, on like handheld video cameras because there's some party happening and in the middle of this party uh, something uh, something terrible happens in New York like there's a big explosion and everyone goes out and you know there's all sorts of mysterious uh, explosions going on in the city and they're thinking oh my god is it another terrorist attack or whatever and uh, it turns out it's a huge alien that's come down from space and is just basically smashing up the city Godzilla style and uh, the whole film is is uh, uh, a kind of it's a found footage film the idea is that someone has found the videotape and then they've made it into a, a feature film and uh, we get to see what it was like from the point of view of the people who were directly uh, in, involved in the alien mm. smashing up New York situation I and, think the uh, first film that I remember that was similar to that like in similar in style was the Blair Witch Project yeah, yeah. Is that like the first one? I think it. Well, there there have been other found footage films, but I think the Blair Witch Project is one of the most famous ones. Yeah, you know, like a, a bunch of students go into the forest to investigate uh, the presence of some kind of witch uh, from local legend, the Blair Witch, and they go into the forest and they get lost, and then weird stuff happens to them. Have you seen it? Andrew? I have. I swear at the cinema. Really? Ooh. When it came out, you were probably too young actually to go no. to the cinema and see that. <laughs> How well, old are you, Paul? I'm 28. Babe. <sighs> Only 28. Babe and But, uh, no, I, remember, I don't know if I saw it in the... I think but I'm... the problem with Blair Witch was that they didn't have a script. And if you let get young Americans, like, scriptless... It was very... There were some very dodgy moments. They really could have done with the script, to be honest. Was, they sort of... What was interesting about the Blair Witch was how they filmed it as well. So they sort of sent out the the crew, the cast, and, you know, they were camping and they, and then the producers would come and sort of try and scare them in the night and they would, they sort of gave them the cameras and they worked very much freely filming oh, okay. and doing different stuff and then I must have had a nightmare editing it all. But, I mean, there's this one bit I remember and the kids, they go off and they leave their bags and stuff at their camp and they go off and then it comes back and they've been like messed with and this guy's like oh my god look at this shit there's shit all over my shit my shit and I was just like really it's so bad give them a script for god's sakes I didn't realise it was that legit like it was that it was legitimately like almost like a real kind of thing I didn't realise that they'd actually scared the kids and that the reactions were authentic it it was was. real fear that you could see on the camera yeah I mean I think they must have had a storyboard or like an you know they knew where they were going they were going to end up in the house whatever but there were definite moments where they sort of gave Mm. them the camera and let them freestyle for me the Blair Witch Project was mostly annoying because I found that first of all the quality the video quality was really bad. I mean, it's like really horrible, old-fashioned 1990s camcorder-quality video. And secondly, the kids who had the cameras had no idea how to film, so the cameras are moving around all over the place, and it's like lots of footage in a forest. So it's like lots of forest 
in bad quality just shaking around in front it's made me feel dizzy and the second thing is that the kids or the college students who were in the film were just really annoying they're just so so annoying and so it was an hour of just being really annoyed by these kids who can't control cameras and so when they started to encounter these ghosts or this witch or whatever in the forest i was glad i was like yeah i was on the side of the witch definitely i was like get these kids they're really irritating uh, yeah. I couldn't agree more. Ah, good. I'm glad I'm not the only one who thought that. We were talking about TV shows, going through our experiences watching telly shows. Um, if you could, if you could recommend one program uh, that you've seen to my viewers, uh, any show, American, British, whatever. If you could, which one is the best one in your opinion? Uh, from any period, now, the past, the future. I don't know if you know about TV shows that haven't happened TV yet. TV shows, not series. Uh, yeah, TV shows, TV What's series. The I don't know, because a series you download and you watch them all one after the other, and a TV show you, you used to watch on the television when you were younger. I don't let's, know. let's say ones that you imagine would still be available for people to purchase or download now. I don't know. There's so many. There's so many good ones. What are you, what's, what's the big show that you're, in, you're addicted to at the moment? Amber? Well, I mean... I do like Game of Thrones. Yeah. I'm reading the books. Oh, wow. I love it. Okay. I love All right. Game of Thrones. Why? Um, why? I think because it's... I think I'm quite prone to the fantasy genre. I enjoy that. I like that it's... Um, I think it's based on sort of historical events. So there's something truthful in the sort of misery and horror. I think it's quite nice for once. There's quite a lot of women characters who've got more interesting roles than normal. Mm. So there's quite... Whereas something like uh, Lord of the Rings... You know, I did enjoy Lord of the Rings and like I read that and... But there's no women. It's just a sort of man party. Two women? Three? Three, yeah. three women? I don't... I don't watched it. Three women. Because this is a lot more sort of diverse and it's just... You know, it's like gripping. There's always killing and anyone can die and... You know, it's... And it's subtly fantasy. There's... This element of fantasy with you know people coming back from the dead, but there's not too much. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, and I just, yeah, it's, I like a long series that you can get into, unlike Paul. Okay. <laughs> All right. Thanks I'm for still that. I'm trying to think. I can't. Paul's struggling. The, one, one that's fascinated me, and I don't know why, it's been such a, is uh, it's an old English, uh, comedy, Faulty Towers. Right. Which is. Interesting because it was only ever thirteen episodes long, but it made such a huge impact, which I, I don't know if that's really happened before. You know, like The Office in the UK when it started was two. Se- well, I guess that was only really thirteen episodes because it was six. It was two series or two yeah. seasons, but there were six episodes each. Yeah, I think it seems like we we're pretty good at doing like short things that have a a big impact, which is fascinating compared to something like. Um, you know, like Friends, obviously, is huge, but it went on for ages and ages and ages. Yeah. Um, re- so, it, I mean, if, if you're interested in English comedy, I think, or, or understanding kind of English humour and that kind of stuff, Faulty Towers is, 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 is always good. It's it, a classic, isn't I've it? I've watched it recently, so I can't... I wouldn't be able to say if, if I'd still find it funny, but... It's, it's pretty dated, in my opinion. Yeah, it looks a bit old-fashioned, but it's still classic stuff. It is funny. I think there's lots of references to it, and, and it is really funny. But it's true, I think, that British series, they do tend to be shorter. Like, they're quite good at doing, like, a quite small little mm. mini-series. Like, I saw The Wrong Man's recently. There's season one and two, but there are only sort of two the, episodes. The Wrong Man's? The Wrong Man's. I don't know that one. Oh, it's very good. Not heard of it either. Oh, I see wrong you mans. two are not as dedicated as not I. Not the am. wrong men. No, it's it's the wrong man's, and it's almost like the title leaves that space of the wrong man's. The first one's the wrong man's, and in a way, it's the wrong man's telephone. They find right. this telephone, and everything goes wrong from there on. And right. then in the second series, but I mean, so one series was just two episodes, so it's really mini. Okay. All right, the wrong man's. Mm. Okay, then. Um, So, okay, uh, Game of Thrones, Faulty Towers. Um, Oh, I've got to to do one now, haven't I? Yeah. Um, Oh, all right, then. I'll tell you what. um, What I like watching very much is uh, Louis C.K.'s show. I was going to say that. Louis. Yeah, I do. I really like it. I thought season one was very good, and I've been disappointed with season three. Uh, What about season two? Uh, Limbo. It's the bridge. Really? Yeah, I what? watched season one, actually, when I was in the hospital. 
yeah. recovering mm. from the baby, and it and it really cheered me up. I thought it was really, really good, mm. and I'm enjoying it less and less. Okay. I still enjoy it. I still enjoy it just as much as, as I did before, and I think it's just because I feel like it's original, and I feel like he's got... He has enough control over it for it to just be interesting and i find even the episodes that don't really do anything where nothing really happens i just enjoy his world and i like new york and uh just the quirky unexpected things that happen and true true there are a few episodes in each season which are a bit hit or miss Mm. but then there's some episodes which just really grabbed my attention like there was one in the last season which wasn't a very broadly funny season it was more serious he seemed to be getting quite a lot of serious issues out in that show and there's there was a two-part episode where he catches his daughter uh who's quite young smoking uh, a joint and it goes into this whole flashback about his life when he was younger and how he um, got involved in smoking marijuana and how that affected his sort of uh, upbringing and his childhood and, uh, and his family situation and the way that his parents reacted to finding him in possession of some weed and, they, and, and the way his teachers reacted to it as well. And it seemed to me that basically his parents and teachers reacted to it in the wrong way. And they didn't really deal with it properly. And so when he discovers his daughter uh, involved in it, he sort of learns from the, his past and and uh, it deals with it by being open with her and not being too strict on her and being understanding. And it's just a really sort of sweet and quite touching episode, I found. Um, so I just like that. I like the fact that he's got the freedom to explore his own personal story and also to have a little fun with the format. You know, you never quite know what's going to happen next. I, I quite enjoy mm. that. I Yeah, I, I, I agree with you, Amber. I like that the first season I thought was great. The second one... I don't remember a lot of the second one, and the third one I only watched up until like the second or third episode of the elevator. Like there's the, there's like ten episodes or how, there's a lot of episodes named the elevator part whatever. Right. And I got to maybe the third one and I I stopped watching it not because I didn't like it just because I kind of you know. Hmm. I think I'm just a big enough fan of him to forgive the episodes that don't hmm. really work but it wasn't i mean some of them don't work that's fair enough because i see what you mean about the sort of free form style that he has and i like that too but they just seem to be indulgent in a really boring middle-aged man way which seems so cliched and i was disappointed because Mm. i expected more because i think he's so good like the episode that really ruined it for me was when he sort of gets together with the kooky bookseller woman and they have a kooky time I just that was it. I was like, "Oh, spare me!" Oh, you mean the one where she—they're up on the top of the roof, yeah. And she's like, "You know, why don't you come and sit on the on the ledge with me, Louis?" And he's like, "I'm I, I'm scared." And she's like, she goes through this whole hippie thing about how she doesn't need to be scared about falling off the roof because she doesn't want to. And yeah. but you know, you should watch the end of that season because that character dies. Oh, good. So you might have found her annoying. She, she, dies. She, she dies really quickly. <laughs> oh, good, maybe you'll go up in my stomach. Maybe I'll give it a go. Now it's I know he watching. kills her off. The last episode, honestly, the last episode of that, that season is amazing. It's brilliant. And there's okay. a whole thing as well about how he gets uh, give he gets an opportunity to become the host of The Tonight Show. Yeah. Oh, I saw that. That was good. And that's a great thing. That was thing. a really good episode. Because you get uh, David Lynch appears in it as, as this hilarious uh, old school uh, kind of uh comedy coach yeah and i I just loved that that's brilliant and then and then after that as well when you know i'm not going to explain what happens but he also goes to china in one of those episodes oh he does yeah isn't that the last one yeah 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 and and there's this this weird sequence of him trying to find the yangtze river and him talking to local people in China, and it's like, what the hell? How come? Normally, it's set in New York, but suddenly he's in, you know, China. China. Mm. Um, and there's the one where he goes to Afghanistan. Yeah, that was my. I think that was my favourite episode. Yeah, out of the first season, the Afghanistan series. I keep, I keep mixed up season and series. No, it's first season. It's a series, and there's a season within a series. I think it's no, just it's, no season no, and series the same thing. Is no. It? It's a TV series. Yeah, there's and the then series, there's the season, oh, season yeah. one, two, three, and then there's, seri- there's you know, what episode? Okay, so for example, Game of Thrones is a series, 
and then you've got season one, season two, yeah. season three, yeah. season four. But so I on. confuse the word. Like, I usually say, like, series one, series two, series three, instead of saying season one. Well, I think that's because in the UK we do sometimes say series when we mean season. I we uh, but I think these days, just to make it more simple, I think it's season one, season two. Every, we're all saying season one, season two, and so mm. on. But it's, and, and something for my listeners that they should know is that series is always plural, isn't it? It's always a series. You know, um, what's the? Because what's you can't have a singular series. You can't, you, we never say a series because no, I've because just seen. It's not a series. Well, it's just an individual. It's just thing. one. Yeah. I had an interesting yeah. conversation with an Italian, one of my best friends, who's Italian, who's she is with a ginger person. Going back to the ginger, so she's she's the one who told me about the ginger thing. So anyway. it's just her. So based, based on, on no, 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 no. like one she's one person. out of the three. Based anyway, on what she's just because no. she's obsessed with gingers, anyway, all Italians are obsessed <laughs> with going, gingers. We're not talking more about gingers. Talking about cereals. Oh, so she she's learning English, speaks very good English, and and there was something that I that sparked a thought in my mind. She said TV cereal. That's her her way of, of no. saying no. That's something you eat. No, but I, I looked it up because I, I like I help her with her English, and I looked it up. And I'm like, I, we say series, and she was like, oh, okay, because I always learned it as cereal, like a TV cereal, but spelt s like series. S e r i a l. Correct. And no, so I'm not accepting that. It's it's in it. it it's it's in a dictionary as a cereal. Cereal. A TV watch, cereal. Yeah, it's, I think my mum would say, oh. I think cereal. it's an old English. No. Yes. Yeah, no, I'm not. No, no. I'm as a as a English teaching professional of. 14 years experience I'm not accepting cereal I think that it's a word that exists but I don't think you could say Coronation Street is a a cereal no it's not it's a series it's a soap opera it's a soap opera right you might be an English teacher, but Wikipedia... Okay, wait a minute, Paul. Wait a minute. <gasps> Wikipedia clearly. Wait a minute, Paul. You're going to tell me that the word exists, okay? And I know that's true. Just because it's in the dictionary, just because it's in Wikipedia, doesn't mean that everyone is using it, okay? Because there's a difference between words in the dictionary and general usage <laughs> of English. I don't agree that cereal <laughs> is in general usage. I think we say series. I agree. I think we do say it. We do now because of Americans. Well, now we say season... Oh, well, yeah, series. Okay. Anyway... Game of Thrones is a series, and it's not a series. That's yeah. that's Amber's my point. Into the sun as well. I'm in the sunshine. It's, yeah, it's a little bit chilly. Two in the sunshine, and Paul in the shade. Because <laughs> because you know why she's moved into the sunshine? Because she agrees with me about the word cereal that no one really uses. A serial killer, fine. Yeah, but not a TV anyway. serial. Anyway, series. Series. Correct to use it, but series. Yeah, a, a a TV series, and within a TV series, there are multiple seasons. Yes, and then within those seasons, there are episodes. Episodes. Okay. And there are so many good ones. I just keep going through all the ones I like. There's so many. Um, I spend a lot of my life watching them. Um, I yeah, I like French. French I, French TV is very interesting. Yeah. Because uh, I don't know how much TV you both watch of the of the French I, stuff. I watch some. But I've, I, what what I find interesting is how little diversity they have in terms of in one evening what they'll show you know I, I'm, I'm used to the UK obviously and in the US it's obviously even more intense in terms of every hour there's a new program you know in the UK it's every hour there's a new program in France every channel has the news at like 8pm and then after the news until midnight basically is the same people. is the same TV series with about four or five episodes of that no, same TV it's series. Right. It's just that all French oh. television is the same. There's the news, and then there's a group of random people sitting around a table talking yeah. about something yeah. in a sort of intellectual, hilarious way. It's just very boring. They've just got the same format mm. yeah. for everything. But even normal shows, like, and what, by, what I mean by normal shows are shows that exist in other countries, things like MasterChef or things like. Um, what other reality TV series are there? Well, you got like um, Top um, Chef, that one where they're all in a house, like Big, Big well, Brother. Yeah. But there's, there's, I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here! Like they're all stuck on a desert island or something. Yeah, Naked. but they, they all go Naked. on for so long. Like I've tried watching Master Chef over here in the UK. It's one hour long. Yeah, once a week. Yeah, here it's once a week, but it's three hours yeah. long. Monday nights. It's out. It's just outrageous. It's like they, they don't have. And it's, it might be because the, the uh, Addy was saying that the, the theory is that. They don't have enough money to buy all the TV programs from right. all of the other countries to put on. So they just put on, like, they buy the rights to Hawaii Five-O or The Mentalist and just put that on four episodes. And the f- episodes don't follow each other either. They put the first one, which is the newest episode of the newest season. Yeah. So you follow that. Then the second slot, the second episode is, like, from three seasons back. Yeah. 
but they all follow each other in it. Like episode two of the night, follow. It's just a crazy. <sighs> System. I've seen that though, where they put one thing on and then they put another episode from that season, but not or that series, excuse me, uh, f- but not the subsequent one. Like for example, they put Fast and the F- Fast and Furious Five on TV the other day, mm-hmm. and uh, and then after Fast and Furious Five, what did they put on? Fast and Furious Six? No, P- Fast and Furious Four. <laughs> So it's like just to make just to put all of what you've just seen in context. Here's the previous, here's the previous episode. One, yeah. It's like who's who's what, who's, it, who's doing the ch- scheduling for French TV? George Lucas, exactly. And I imagine if Game Game of Thrones was on regular French TV and they had five episodes back to back, you'd watch like the newest one from the new, newest season, and then you watch that and you're like. Oh, I didn't even realise this person was dead because in the next series or the next season or the next episode they're still there because it's going back to. It's very confusing. I'm confused, and I'm sure my listeners are confused as well at this point. Um, yeah, well, now, stop confusing. Now, them. all that to say, French TV is confusing. Yeah, French TV is confusing. That's just that's basically the end point there. Now, I feel like we've sort of we've reached the end of a, 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 a some sort of phase here in this conversation. Amber has chosen to sit down in the shade. Mm-hmm. Again, Paul is comfortably sitting in the shade. I'm basking in the sunshine. Uh, still here. I like to live <laughs> you live. You said 25 on, seconds. I like to live on the edge, and that's why I decided to... St- I've stayed in the sunshine for probably about 15 minutes now. Highway to the danger zone. That's how I roll. Okay. Um, I think it's probably a good time to bring this particular episode to a close could you can you guys stick around for a bit more i can really i've got the whole day yeah and just do this all day i think it would be fun if we stuck around and 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 did some more things so we've just didn't ask us any of the questions that you'd written down i wrote down i I wrote down loads of questions the first one which was what have you been up to and then we just (laughs) (laughs) detoured onto game of thrones but to be honest the questions that i wrote down were the the idea was that we would just end up talking about stuff in general what did we talk about then in our conversation just now we talked about what have you been up to we didn't really answer that question that much not that much because we jumped into gingers very quickly yeah you got to watch don't tr- don't jump into gingers too quickly you got to give them <laughs> fair warning in advance <laughs> any person in fact don't jump into a person easing Ease warn them first i'm going to jump into you in a second is that all right just check you need to you need to get their um, you need, you need to make, yeah you need to make sure that they're willing before you jump in paul you should know that you've been spending time in California. They're very strict on these things nowadays. It's all space. Yeah, exactly. So we talked about gingers. We talked about gingers. for maybe too long. And the problem is, we talked about gingers, and then it made me realise. Well, it made me talk about Game of Thrones, which is I'm a bit obsessed about at the moment. And we detoured onto television. Into TV. We talked whole a lot episode. about television programmes, we did. didn't we? And then there was the whole escapade, the debacle with the chair. Yeah. <laughs> and the spiders, and, the spider. um, and, uh, and we we all sort of um, we all spent a certain amount of time in the sun, mm-hmm. and I think that's, uh, that's probably it, isn't it? Yeah. Do you have any last things to say to the people of the world before we just end this episode? <laughs> we apologise for the chair because I don't you apologize. couldn't see what was going on. Never explain. Never apologise. All right. Mm. What was the thing? Fuck that you. I- <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, well, I, what would I say? I'd say Caitlin Stark. She's a lot less sympathetic in the books. Who? What? Don't worry. That's for those people who Thrones. enjoy Game of Thrones. Okay. You know, I've never <laughs> seen Game of Thrones. In fact, I... You're having a go at me for not... You're like, Paul, how have you not seen this? <laughs> I've at least seen two episodes. I've seen about... I've seen one episode, <laughs> I think. And, uh... The, the thing, you know, everyone has to have the Game of Thrones conversation, right? With like, oh my <laughs> well, god, Game of Thrones, isn't it brilliant? No, and, then, and then you have to justify why you haven't watched no, it. No, it, it's the Game of Thrones at the moment, but it was Breaking Bad, like it was. Lost. There's always one thing. I haven't seen Breaking Bad either. No, I, I know, and I find that <laughs> remarkable, to be honest. But um, it, there's always going to be something. You know, the current zeitgeist, yes. television zeitgeist, and at the moment it's Game of Thrones. What I have seen is, uh, obviously, I've seen The Walking Dead, I've seen uh, House of Cards. That's very uh, good. I've, I've watched Orphan Black. Yep, me too. Yeah. Of course um, I have. I've seen everything. Orphan Black's quite entertaining. Um, it, it, it is. It's a bit silly. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, I don't understand what's going on anymore. 
it's quite nonsense, but I think she does a good job. I think the actress is absolutely brilliant. I do. That's the that's the main thing. Do you know about Orphan Black? I've got no idea what no. you're talking Basically, about. Basically, or- Orphan Black is is a show about. Uh, <laughs> I'm a- laughing because we, we finished the podcast. <laughs> oh, I don't know if we are we on a new episode right now. We've no, still no, no, finished. no, no. Luke's English podcast. It's a bit like a, a horror movie. Sometimes you think that you've killed the monster, and then at the end it comes back. <laughs> So Orphan Black, tell me more about that. Okay, this is the last thing that we're going to do okay. on this episode. Orphan Black is a, uh, a, a a TV show which is produced by BBC America, and mm. it's um, it's basically the, the the principle is this: the the opening scene is that there's a, a girl, and she's on the station platform. And uh, she's talking on a phone. She's got problems in her life. She's sort of like a low-level gangster kind of thing. And uh, she looks at this woman on the platform. She, the woman turns around. She looks exactly identical to the girl. And she's like, oh, my God, how is this possible? I've got a... a, a, a do I have a twin? Is she a doppelganger? What's going on? And at, at that very moment that they make eye contact, a train rushes through the station, and the girl that she saw puts her bag down and jumps in front of the train, commits suicide. That's oh my the God. opening. I, Who's I like the that. girl? Why is she identical to the other girl? Uh, and then you realise she left her bag on the platform. And so the girl rushes over, picks up the bag, and runs away with it. And that's the opening of the whole series. See, that kind of thing you were saying about it's the opening ten minutes, Mm. that would have me. It grabbed me at the beginning. Yeah, it did. I mean, it's quite silly, the whole series, but it's good. It turns out, basically, it's all about clones. Clones. And and the shadowy, dark experiments into cloning people. And the cool thing is that the girl plays about six or seven characters, Mm -hmm. and they're all really different characters, and Mm -hmm. it's a lot of fun because she gets to be... She looks different, and she acts different. She's like seven different people. And they interact with each other. It's like they use special effects to make them interact. And it's, it's a lot of fun. And the actress... Who's called Tatiana something? She's she's excellent. She's really good. Yeah, she is really good. She she's really believable as all the different people. Like the you know the sort of mum one. She's like a soccer mum from the states. Yeah, she's you know it's a completely different girl to the scientists. There's like, a, there's like a hippie scientist, there's an uptight uh, uh, housewife, there's a cool kind of uh, sort of uh, rock chick kind English. of thing, English girl, there's a, uh, a psychotic Russian um, uh, assassin. I think wow. she's Ukrainian. Is she Ukrainian? Sorry. Sorry, all, all my Ukrainian and Russian fans. Um, I got that wrong. There's a sort of the, the good. boss lady. Yeah. With a sort of sharp hairdo. There's a yeah. There's like a corporate sort of uh, evil bitch kind of, and she plays all of these people. It's yeah. really, really smart, really clever. I might check it out. I like that kind of. It, the, 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 you've sold it to me. Yeah. Okay. Your 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 girlfriend might like it. Yeah. Yeah. Sort of. My my wife is into it a lot. My wife. Does that, that feel weird saying that now? It's all right. It feels pretty cool. Yeah. It feels weird. Yeah. That uh, I'm calling her my wife. I mean, she is technically my wife. So, yeah. It's it's cool. It's good. Yeah, it's okay. it's nice. Yeah. Um, all right. On that sort of uh, that ending there, I think it's probably time to bring the episode to a close. Um, I would say it's probably a good uh, thing to just say hello to my listeners, both of you. It's, it's a good thing to do. They like that. Just do you have a? Do you have? I was going to say, do you have a particular country that you'd like to give a shout out to? You, you Paul, you should probably give a shout out to Italy. Yeah, I guess I have to give a shout-out to Italy. Ciao, buongiorno. Uh, because I talked about uh, Italians. I made a general assumption that all Italians like ginger people. Um, We're going to find out if that's true. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to checking out your page in the comments uh, and finding out if that was true or not, whether my friend uh, uh, Valentina is just talking rubbish. So Okay, right. Uh, Amber, do you have a country to shout-out to? hello to Poland. Oh, yeah. Good Poland. job. Yeah. yeah. Any particular reason? Well, I went there for a weekend. The first weekend where the baby was being looked after by the grandparents and me and Nico, we went to Poland. We went to um, Krakow and it was we had a great time. Okay. Fantastic. So a big shout out to Poland there. I've got lots of listeners in Poland. It's a big country for Luke's English podcast. They all spoke really good English. Did Everyone. They? Really, you know really why? good. Because they listen to Luke's English podcast. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, which country am I going to give a shout out to? I'd like to give a shout out to uh, North Korea. Anyone listening in North Korea, hang in there. 
Okay, that's all. If you're, if you're secretly managing to get through all of the internet, you know, uh, firewalls that Kim Jong-un has put in place and you, you, you're managing to get into the internet and you're listening to Luke's English podcast, just keep, you know, hang in there, all right? That's a, yeah. Okay, good. Just don't give up. It's going to be all right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right thanks very much for listening to the podcast ladies and gentlemen we will be back with you at some point soon but for now it's just time to say goodbye bye 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 thanks again for listening to luke's english podcast for more information visit teacherluke.co.uk flexibility is great that's why there's yoga Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. If you enjoyed this episode of Luke's English Podcast, consider signing up for Luke's English Podcast Premium. You'll get regular premium episodes with stories, vocabulary, grammar and pronunciation teaching from me and the usual moments of humour and fun. Plus, with your subscription, you will be directly supporting my work and making this whole podcast project possible. For more information about Luke's English Podcast Premium, go to teacherluke.co.uk slash premium info.